Hello and welcome to the first episode of Real Conversations. I'm Rhett Newkirk and I will be joined by Alex Melillo and Joshua Gomez. This show will be highlighting different movies that we love and sometimes hate. Today's movie is Moneyball. We will all be choosing our pick in specific categories that relate to the film. But before we get started, here is a word from our sponsor, Pearland Coffee Roasters. In early 2010, Pearland Coffee Roasters took on the daunting task of bringing great locally brewed coffee to the suburbs of Houston. Since then, their focus has been on impacting their local communities by serving the best beverages in the most hospitable environment possible. Located in the historic downtown district, just around the corner from Killen's Barbecue at 4106 Broadway Street. Don't get roasted by high prices at corporate chains like Starbucks when you can have a great tasting cup of coffee brewed by the very best right down the street. Pearland Coffee Roasters is your hometown coffee supplier and a proud supporter of Lutheran South Academy. All right, welcome to the official Moneyball podcast and the first episode of Real Conversations. We're going to start it off with the best scene of the movie. My three nominees are the Misfit Toys scene. They're going through statistics and explaining why the players will be good. And, you know, it's Jonah Hill's way of explaining why his process works. And then they begin to tell the team no bunting, no steals, stuff like that. And that's when the team starts to get kind of revolutionized. Then the streak scene where they go through the first, I believe, like seven or 19 games being won. And I just think that's a cool pot, cool uh, little scene. And then the 20th game is obviously like the most memorable one. The Royals mount a comeback after Billy comes back and it ends with uh, Hatterberg hitting a home run. And that's probably going to be my pick, but... If y'all want to explain on those or give other nominations, y'all can. Yeah, my my pick is definitely when the A's were building that 11-0 lead and then they slowly started to slip away. And then Scott Hatterberg, which is Chris Pratt, hits a home run and walks the game off. This is one of those scenes that, like, gave me some goosebumps, and I was like, yeah, this movie's yeah. legit after that. So oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The 20th game, uh, game where they're up 11-0, and then uh, Billy decides to go back and actually watch the game for the first time. And then right yeah, when he gets back, around. everything just goes to waste, and they're just slowly losing the game. And all the fans are getting angry and all that. So Billy finally leaves, and he's just listening. And then uh, Hatterberg steps up and becomes big man. And yeah. it's a game-winning. And Hatterberg got pinch hit, or he was he comes in to pinch hit and. That was kind of cool because uh, Bean Pitt's character had been telling the the coach, Art, to put in Hatterberg all these times, and he wouldn't do it. And then finally he believes in him. He puts him up, and then he hits the walk-off home run. One of the better movie home runs, I would say, in any baseball movie. Probably one of, one of the more memorable ones, slow-mo of Chris Pratt. But then, like, yeah, it's, it's weird because it comes, like, not even at the end of the movie. It's just kind of a in the middle thrown in. It's not like the final act of the movie like most of them are, so I thought that was pretty cool too. So is that is that all of our picks, the 20th game? Yeah, I found it interesting yeah. during that scene when um, Billy Bean, when they built the 11-0 lead, he turned off the TV and started working out in the weight room. Yeah. And then they, the lead started to slip away, and then he didn't turn on the TV, he turned on the radio to listen to the game. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, and... I don't know if it actually happened like that. Like his daughter called yeah. him and then he, he hit, oh, it's 11-0, so he turned around. Probably a little bit of movie 
movie work going in there, but awesome, awesome scene all around. Yeah. Goes for like ten to fifteen minutes, so yeah. it's more like a sequence rather than a scene, but still. Yeah. One thing I'd add uh, when the A's coach put Hatterberg in, I when I first saw it, I kind of thought that like uh, the coach, because the coach and Billy Bean were having not like beef but disagreements all year about him starting and all that so i was wondering if like the coach put him in to see like if he does strike out and they do lose the game they blame it on hatterberg which is billy bean's decision either way if he hits the home run art's gonna be praised but if he doesn't hit it then billy bean would get knocked for believing in him and telling him to do it so yeah and i thought it was interesting how they uh casted Chris Pratt for Scott Hatterberg. And yeah. this was around, like, the Parks and Rec days. Yeah, big. he's a big actor at that time. And it's a big role, but it's just, like, not something he'd been doing. He'd been, like, yeah. kind of the, the yeah. funny guy on the butt of the joke on Parks and Rec. And obviously lost weight from that to, to this, but... Along but with yeah. Jonah Hill, like, they cast some people that were kind of questionable on whether, yeah. whether they could act in a drama-type movie. And that will actually be a good segue into our second category, which was your favorite performance within this movie. And really, there's three that I would put, pretty much two, Brad Pitt as Billy Bean, Jonah Hill, and then Chris Pratt. But you could also put, I guess, Art, the other coach, but he's really not in it much. So I think those three are the main guys in it. And Alex, what do you you think your pick's going to be for that? Everyone does Brad Pitt and remembers Billy Bean, but I'm going with Jonah Hill because at this time in Jonah Hill's career, he was kind of like a young uh, Jim Carrey, like how he would only do movies that were like comedy, like his big first movie that he did that like put him on the map was super bad. And that's just like that whole movie is just a complete comedy fest. And so it actually... uh, this movie kind of proved that he's more than just a comedic actor and that he's an actual actor because he had to be uh, like serious, dramatic. He had to become a nerd from that graduated from Yale that knows all these statistics. And I just, I just loved that side of Jonah Hill during the movie. Yeah, and he was kind of just playing like the fat, funny guy in every single movie that he was in, which, right. I mean, it works. Yeah. But then, you know, he didn't ever like take away from the movie in this. He wasn't bad he was actually like i don't think he was the best part of the movie but he was definitely up there the second best and did an amazing job and i think this kind of segued into him being cast in a uh, wolf of wall street and more serious roles like that and just branching out even though he still does comedy like 21 and 22 jump street this was like an intro into a different world for him and i thought he did a really good job yeah for sure yeah jonah hill was exceptional and i didn't expect him to do as good as a job he did but in my opinion, Brad Pitt oh, yeah. was the best oh, yeah. actor. He played Billy Bean. And I felt like he portrayed a baseball manager perfectly, like, you know, spinning a cup and lifting weights and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. And Jonah Hill played, like, the expert guy who knew the stats. Yeah, Jonah Hill was more of, like, a statistics guy. And, of course, that's, like, the entire point of the movie. Brad Pitt is that feel, older baseball. But Jonah Hill brings it in and revolutionizes it. But Brad Pitt, to me, is, like, the undisputed winner of this movie. You know, he's just awesome in it. I was, like, in his his performance, it's just, like, you get totally invested in his story, invested in winning and invested in him actually doing something good, even though if you knew that team, you knew the outcome. You still want to see him succeed at the end just because 
He's been put through so much. Mm-hmm. He's seen him fail so many times, and now he's, he's actually begun to put together this really talented team. And Pitt just does an awesome job. It's like top five Pitt performances that I've seen. You know, and it's not that early pit. It's like his second string. He's like 40s, 40s in this movie, probably. Yeah, probably. But I mean, he's still awesome in it, and I I really love this performance by him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Chris Pratt can't really give it to him, but he, I think he does a really good job. I was kind of worried on the rewatch how I think about him, just like because it's Chris Pratt now he's Star Lord and all that. Thinking yeah. about him in a different light, but I could see him as a baseball player. He did a really good job. Even though he was in at a minimal time, you were always rooting for him. So, yeah, Chris Pratt did a really good job, but Brad Pitt is, I think, the official winner. Jonah Hill, though, was nominated for an Oscar in this movie. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but he did not win. And then I believe Brad Pitt was also nominated for Best Actor. Let me check real quick. Yeah, he was, but, of course, he did not win. And do y'all think y'all think Brad and Jonah deserved it? I don't think both of them did. I think Jonah Hill definitely deserved it. A best who, supporting who actor. Won, who won over Brad Pitt? So that year, Academy Award for Best Actor, two thousand twelve. It was John De, John DeJardin and The Artist, like an Oscar bait movie, kind of like. I guess it's good. It's probably not as enjoyable film as Moneyball, yeah. but I think I think Pitt could have definitely given it a run mm-hmm. at the best actor. And also, uh, Moneyball is you know nominated for the best picture, and not often that a sports movie does that. Only the second one since uh, Field of Dreams yeah. as a baseball movie. Behind Ocean's Eleven and Twelve, I gotta say Moneyball was Brad Pitt's third best performance in my opinion. World War Z was a decent movie too, but I think Moneyball outweighs that. Yeah, one. I think I think this goes on his pedestal. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he finally got a. Uh, Finally got his supporting actor role uh, as for an Oscar. But, you know, this seven, Fight Club, things like that, I think those are a little better than this, but this is this is up there. And for Jonah Hill, I'm, I'd probably like his Wolf of Wall Street character yeah. a little better and his yeah, performance yeah. in that. It's obviously a little more of a comedy than this, but as a serious role, this is definitely his best one. Without a doubt. And uh, Best Supporting Actor 2012 was Christopher, Christopher Plummer for Beginners. I didn't see that movie. Yeah, but, I've never seen that one either. You know, it's, it's hard to give nominations and awards to a sports movie, so I get it. But I definitely, I'm definitely glad they got nominated. When Moneyball was casting actors, they thought about doing Leonardo DiCaprio as Billy Bean. Do you think that would have worked? As uh, well as Brad Pitt. I think it would have worked but because Leo's so is, awesome. Yeah, Leo's like just, Leo's just not as well as Brad Pitt. Though, Leo is the Pitt. absolute man, my favorite yeah. actor. Yeah. yeah. But I think like man. Pitt has like a roughness to him. An American. Yeah. Like, like obviously, know. it's Leo is. He's portrayed, you know, everyone basically in all of his movies. But Pitt, kind of, he brought out this character really well to me, and he worked. And I really, I could see Leo in this character. But I'd feel like yeah. Pitt would be better. I yeah, think Brad Pitt. Pitt seems more, yeah. A baseball manager more yeah. than Leo. I could definitely see Brad Pitt coaching his like little son. Yeah, easily. I had no question about it. Yeah, teams for sure. Without that, without a doubt. Yeah, and and I, I, Jonah Hill, I'd I'd just leave him. I wouldn't recast him for anybody. No doubt. No. Great part of the movie, and Pitt. I mean, even Leo. I think Pitt still prevails. 
So Alex picks Jonah Hill, favorite performance of the movie, mm-hmm. and me and Josh go for Brad Pitt. Fair. And now we're going to just do this real quick. A least, perform, least favorite performance in the movie, if y'all have one. If not, we can skip over this. I really don't have one. Maybe like the stepdad that yeah, that he get done like like yeah. that's just not very believable that yeah, stepdad weird yeah. you remember he goes over to the house and he's like he's like the opposite of brad pitt which i feel like when you get brad pitt it felt like a downgrade you know yeah put yeah put leo yeah, put leo as the uh as the step the stepdad yeah I, I just i didn't really like him that much it's such a minor role though Mm-hmm. So that I wouldn't really all do the, anything yeah, about all it. All the major roles were played really well. Yeah, it's another hard one. To determine the least favorite because all the little roles they had, like yeah, the little roles were good. Scenes, yeah, like were and good. like yeah. the daughter, I thought was good when she played that song. That scene where yeah. she played the song for really Brad good. Pitt was very. It's a good. It was a good scene. So yeah, I, I really don't have a least favorite except for that yeah. twenty-five seconds yeah. that he's on screen. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and now nitpicks. Just anything that fell off about the movie, something that you didn't like. Mine is during a certain baseball, certain baseball scenes, some of the, like, the flow of it feels off because obviously not real. Yeah. Like in one, they had to turn a double play, misses the ball, and it's like, oh, he obviously missed that on purpose. It's hard to fabricate, like, doing something wrong. But other than that, I thought the baseball scenes were pretty good. Some, but that was my only real problem. Uh, my nitpick, I guess you could say, was I was doing some research and I found that the whole movie was they hyped up the A's because they had that twenty game win streak, but in all reality, they were a first round exit. Yeah, yeah. But that's where I think that that this movie's kind of cool because it's not actually about the baseball game, the like normal yeah. normal. Sports movies are all about either the big fight, the big game at the end, and what what's going to happen. Like, Rocky, oh, he loses, and that's it. That's the culmination. This movie, that 20th win was in the middle. That was like a little win. And then they, they the first round exit, they just show one play of it, and it's a loss. But then the real win of the movie is at the end, he gets the contract to the Red Sox, does not take it, and that's basically saying it worked. Like, he's worth all that money now. He'd be the highest-paid GM in the game. That's the real win of the movie. It doesn't matter that it happened on the baseball field they lost, but what happened is that they revolutionized the game. The Red Sox won two years later using the same strategy. So in the end, I think it's more about what happened off the field rather than on the field and with the players, and that's the whole point of the movie, yeah. Moneyball. It's similar to, like, what the Rockets did with Mike D'Antoni. They did a uh, small end. ball. Didn't win the championship. Yeah, yeah, it's the same they thing. It's the game. it's like a a small part that like one or two teams will try to do. They get on a streak and everybody gets hyped about it. Like the Rockets win oh a few games using that small ball, and then they get an exit from the playoffs every time. And it's just it's hard to revolutionize the game. And then uh, for me, uh, with the Billy Bean at the end for the Red Sox, personally, if I was Billy, I'd take that contract easily because even. <laughs> But, 12.5 mil, and then two years later, after you rejected them, the team wins a championship for however long that streak was, the longest streak in baseball history. Yeah. I, man, it would be hard to turn down that money, but... It's just unfortunate. In the, in the movie earlier, you see that he, uh, he picked 
yeah. playing in the MLB instead of going to college. And then there was that quote is I made one decision on my life based on money and I swore to never do it again. Yeah. And then that's like character development. Never did it. Never picked that. Stayed with the A's. Speaking of Billy Bean playing like professional baseball, I like the scene when he asked Peter Brand, Jonah Hill, like, what round would you have picked me in? Not, yeah, he ninth, he's like, yeah. Stats. He's like, I would have picked you in the ninth round. Yeah, he's like, ninth round. And, and then yeah. he said, congrats. Like a, yeah, he's like, like congrats. Yeah. Like, I just bought you from the Indians. Yeah. Yeah, pack your stuff. All right, let's move on real quick. Best quote. I have ugly girlfriend means no confidence. Uh, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Would you rather get shot in the head, head or five in the chest and bleed to death? And then are those my only two options? And then... I hate losing more than I love winning. There are rich teams and poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. Yeah. That's my pick. Yeah, that's my pick, too. The yeah, rich I like teams, that. and then there's poor and teams. Pitt's and delivery, it's like in the trailer, and he's like, rich teams, poor teams, and then there's 50 feet of crap. But that's exactly what the us. A's were. They couldn't bring They're, anyone. Yeah. Their, their cap space was maybe a third of, like, the Yankees and the Red Sox, so they couldn't yeah. compete at all when he came to free agency like that. Yeah, yeah. my favorite quote was uh, Brad Pitt, Billy Bean, when he said adapt or die, when they were in the yeah. room scouting all these players. That's when they started to change the game, and none of the scouts on the A's really trusted him and Peter's process, but they stuck with it. And, and Bean was starting to realize that he's going to have to do this or his team is done. And he had to be all in or it wouldn't work yeah. at all. So he committed to that. So I, another thing before we go, I really liked the ending of him driving in the car in Oakland and, his, and he puts his daughter's CD in and that's how it ends. Daughter's yeah. music playing over. It was, cool. it was a very yeah. unique and cool ending. I yeah, because you heard that before her singing and then it ends with it. Yeah. Kind of like what, me, what it actually means to him. It's not about the money. It's about his family and his ball club and that stop selling out. Overall, yeah. this movie was well done and very enjoyable in my opinion. So yeah, I, definitely I hadn't it. seen it in a few years and rewatching it was just, it was awesome. You know, it starts, you know, pretty slow and then it just starts building and building. You care about him a lot and I think it's an awesome movie. So yeah, on that note, we will leave you with a sponsor message from Lewis Jewelers and then... We are off to pick our next movie for the next week. Fine jewelry. Two locations for your convenience. Lewis Jewelers invites you to play hard and love life. Lewis Jewelers. Find out more at www.lewisusa.com. I this movie a 9 out of 10. I really love the concept of Moneyball and that they put it into a movie. But it's just, it's not one of those movies you can watch over and over again. I would give it a 8 or 8.5 out of 10. Um, it's one of the top 10 uh, best sports movies, but overall, if I needed to get a 10 out of 10 to pick, it wouldn't be Moneyball, but it was a great movie, and I would definitely recommend it to a friend. Yeah, I agree. I would probably give it about a 9 out of 10. I think that it's a really good sports movie, and it does a really good job capturing of what happened. You know, true story, obviously. And I think it's definitely up there, top five, at least top five baseball movies ever made, but probably top 10 just normal sports movies. So yeah, Moneyball, great movie, great first movie to talk about. Now we're going to spin our wheel to determine what movie we'll be doing next week on the podcast.
Mm, the Dark Knight. That is a favorite of mine. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that'll be an interesting Excited. one. Yeah. Excited. So yeah, watch that over the week and come back next week to see our opinions about The Dark Knight.